That's some early 2000s businessman shit, man. Yeah, it's like, where are the stocks at today? <laughs> Talk to me. I need the NASDAQ points right now. Except my dad's a farmer, so it's, <laughs> what are the beans doing today? How's corn? Is it high? Give me an update on those on that that bean deck. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to next door, nerds. Welcome all. Yes, we are. We are back, uh, and we 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 uh, we've got an episode for you. We're, it's we're not sure if it's good, but we've got one. <laughs> so this is our first uh, OnlyFans episode. Yeah, um, not sure why Evan came over naked, but yeah, it's one of the perks of being next door. Yeah, he's really quick. Just ran over. So it's no very one quick him. public indecency. Ah, still indecent. But yeah, but only for a very small amount of time. Correct. Correct. Uh, no, Evan and I kind of went back and forth trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about in this episode and uh we we decided it's been a while since we talked music settled on politics oh oh <laughs> wait i missed something so what do, how do you feel <laughs> okay hold on about george penderton i don't know who penderton is <laughs> or what he wants to do with my children but <laughs> probably uh, terrible things probably but no we're, we're gonna talk music again and uh we're 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 also doing a little bit of a twist with it. Uh, we're going to, we've once again gone to the internet for some questions, but specifically about music. music. So, um, but like a blend of music and our internet questions, our, uh, audience loved genre of internet questions. Right. Right. Loves. Yep. But, uh, before we, uh, get too far into it, Evan, per usual, how was your week? Uh, it was, uh, cause, cause we recorded last week. A podcast yes, episode. Yeah, we finally have this this whole scheduling thing down. Yeah, weirdly enough, it took us this long. We're 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 making up a correct balance to the force, if yeah. you will. Yes, exactly. Uh, Thank you for that wonderful analogy. So, but uh, yeah, how 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 was your week? Good. I mean, we record every week, right? But, but, but uh, uh, it, was a, it was a podcast last week, and then a podcast this week. Yeah. How long has it been since we've had a, a two podcasts in two weeks? It feels like ancient history. May? Yeah. Like reality was right, only like a month. Right about well, it's almost July's almost over. That's horribly true. I yeah. But uh no, we've got uh don't you have a birthday coming up? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know what day it is. What day? Okay, okay. I, I kinda remember <laughs> Talking to you about a year ago around this time. <laughs> around 364 <laughs> days, I believe it was. But uh so yeah, it's it's been since probably May, I think, that we've yeah, it's that we've recorded back to back weeks of podcast and I will I I, I very much enjoy doing the, the gaming videos. Mm -hmm. Like I said, that's what I wanted to do to begin with. And yeah. I have there uh for people who don't watch them they're a little bit more high energy they're a little bit more like goofy and wag it's a lot more funny than it is interesting whereas these i believe it's like 50 50 i don't know if you know this but for those of you that have not watched an episode 
if you want me just acting like I have zero brain cells, <laughs> uh, it's it's over on the the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel. Uh, because the amount of times that Evan asks me questions while I'm trying to play a game, <laughs> and I'm like, "What'd you say? Hmm? What was that?" Well, to be fair, you're playing a fucking horribly, horribly hard video game. <laughs> well, it's it's that, and then it's like. I'm trying to focus on the game. Yeah. I just can't focus on multiple things at once. I yeah. I can do that in any other situation, but when it comes to video games, I feel like I have to try and focus on the video game. Well, that not me. I struggle with that constantly. So if when eventually we play a game cuz I'm I'm playing Psychonauts right now. Yep. And it's really fun, but it's we kind of made the YouTube decision of like putting the story of the game on like kind of the background. We're still like listening to the cutscenes, but we're not like letting, we're not just watching the cutscenes. So we're, there's a lot of info that I'm missing. We're really trying our voiceover like career. We're trying to set that off. Yeah. But, uh, I, can't, I can't wait till we play a game that's just got. It's got Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's uh, John Madden? John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going to have random uh, people just show up and. Christopher Walken. I'm telling you. Plays Castlevania. I'm dying to find out. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing, Greg. I, I can't wait till we play a game where it's like m- all of the story is. Is just text and we need to read it because that's the shit that like a lot of people kind of if we do voices and we make it funny that's the those are the the series that people love to watch yes so we can definitely flex our voice acting chops I, I don't know what you're talking about Evan this entire time we've been reading from the script <laughs> God, I keep quit sh- quit losing your papers yeah Greg uh, add it post add in a, a paper rustling paper, sound paper shuffling rustling all sorts of sounds, yes. And send me a text right now that you're listening to this right now. Send me a text telling me to remember to bring paper next time. Because this is like the third time <laughs> that I've wanted to that. add a paper sound effect and I couldn't. <laughs> and you, all three times you've set me up for the joke and I don't have a way to capitalize on it. One of these days, Evan. One of these days. And they'll never know now at this point if it's the real paper that I'm crumbling or if it's a post thing that you put in. Well... We'll see. We'll see. But uh, anyway, uh, the 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 gaming channel's very fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. It's super fun. But um, it is definitely, and I use this word very loosely. It's definitely more work because we have to set up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a whole other program that we have to use to make sure everything's running in the right direction and it's not like the podcast where we just kind of plug our mics in and then just talk yeah my living room looks like a minefield yeah when when we have to play games because it's like the switches on the ground and the (laughs) thing that plugs into the computer is like on a chair in the middle of the room or hanging midair or just (laughs) free hanging off of my drum set that is no longer there and it's just like maybe there's a better way maybe there's a better method we'll figure that out there is. at some point it's it's called a studio a studio which we will what is a studio a studio it's it's something we're eventually going to get okay okay if everyone listening to this goes to the youtube channel and they uh like comment and subscribe and if you want to share it too that'd be cool too yeah I mean, sharing is also cool yeah yeah but um but yeah. anyway 
Um, my week has been good. Good. Nothing big happened other than the thing that I'm I'm probably gonna we're gonna talk we're about gonna, together. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. So I'll let you talk about everything but that. How was your week? I went and saw the Barbie movie. Mm. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I kind of went into it thinking this is going to be awful. It was a lot funnier than I expected. But yeah. uh, I yeah. guess if you're going to say that, then I'll say I what watching Seven Samurai last week uh, got me back in a Kurosawa mood. So I watched Yojimbo, mm. another Kurosawa movie, which is fucking fantastic. But okay, it's definitely definitely better than the Barbie movie. And I haven't seen the Barbie movie. But I have heard just every which way people talking about it. Like some said it was bad. Some said it was better than they thought. Some said that it was worse than they thought. Some said it was great. It's been like all over the place. The The only thing that I can really say about it is two things. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling did such a phenomenal job as really? Ken. The second thing is, is I want the hoodie that he had at the end. And for those of you that have seen it, your, is it your, a hoodie that zips up and then there's just like abs on it? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. it's 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 funny and I I want it because it's so true. But <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna ruin that for you. I'm gonna let you have to eventually watch the Barbie yeah. movie. That that won't happen until it comes out on a streaming service, or you'll see the meme or because I'll, yeah, it's I'm I've already seen it on like Facebook and much more likely and stuff like that. Meme, yeah. So yeah, um, did that. Uh, had a family reunion on Sunday. I won't speak of Saturday as you asked mm-hmm. me not to, but uh, family reunion on Sunday. Um, that was fun. Got to see like one half of my family, like w- the big side of like the foppy side, mm-hmm. and there was like a hundred and fifteen people there. So it was. It was a good. It was a good trial. Wow. I didn't know you had that many siblings. Yeah, uh, clones actually. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we were really big into cloning sheep. Oh. And then oh. just and then just naming them people names. People names. And then we act like they're all the same. Hmm. But no, no. Uh, sorry. All my cousins out there are like, did he just? <laughs> did he just call a sheep? Sheep. Wake up, sheeple. You're all sheeple. No. Uh, but no, it was, it was good. I had to, I had to bring corn, which was, it was the first time I've ever had to bring food to a family, family thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 31 years yeah, old. Yeah, doesn't it make you feel? And it made me, it made me want to throw up and not want to ever do it ever again. <laughs> I was just like, oh God, it better taste good. They better like it or I'll hate myself well, what, for the rest of Did you make life. it like legit? Like, well, like my family's a bunch of farmers. So like oh, yeah, we, we court bags of i should say we bag quart-sized bags of uh corn like Mm -hmm. every year and sometimes my parents will have like hundreds and hundreds of bags that they just put in the freezer and then so like i went and grabbed literally the last like five bags of corn like cob corn on the cob yeah we 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 corn on the cob like we cut it we cut it up and then we bag it okay yeah okay so the bags are loose corn or are they are the bags of corn on the cob they're not bags of corn on the cob they are they are loose corn like there's a hole getting the uh electric knives out where it's yeah 
<laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. You right. did. You like yeah. took the cobs and you cut all the. I'm like, wow, Greg, that's some. That would have been. Yeah, I mean, technically, I did, but that's it some was adult shit. I did, but it was like last year yeah. when we did it. So, um, but the, I would have just taken a couple cans of corn and cracked those puppies right. up and. But my foppy side is a family of farmers. They would have judged you. They would have known immediately. <laughs> Just Damn. like, just like, are you fucking kidding me? You went and grabbed corn from like Walmart. Did you hear that Greg Foppy got excommunicated from his family? <laughs> he's now like joining the Amish. Yeah, he's Greg. He's Greg No Name now. Yeah, it's just, it's like share. Just Greg. <laughs> it's just Greg, the artist formerly known as Greg. Uh, but uh, no, it was, it was it was a good reunion. I mean, it rained a little bit during the day, but other than that, it was it was good. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, now now do we talk about what happened? What, what did you do Saturday, Greg? <laughs> so on Saturday, I woke up. <laughs> uh, I met up with you. Mm-hmm. And you're... For the first time in... Millennia. In your band of merry gentlemen. Merry gentlemen. Uh, we went over to your grandpa's shed and yep. we jammed, I guess. You guys jammed. I just... Was there for moral support for the most part. Well, don't say that because you did take part. We had band practice and Greg sang. (sighs) Greg's our singer now. He's finally signed the paperwork. I I mean. He didn't read the fine print. The worst part about that whole Mm -hmm. thing was I was so unprepared. Like (laughs) I I I showed up and I was like. Yeah, I listened to like the set list one time. <laughs> and I was like, that was like three months ago. And I was like, do you remember what was on the set list? And I was just like, God damn it. And then I'm like, then I had to figure out the whole Wi Fi situation. So, like, yeah, because when you're thing. in a shed, when you're in a shed, you don't really have the internet. Yeah, I swear to God, my grandpa built this fucking shed and lined the walls with lead because mm-hmm. there is no signal in that oh, motherfucker. Yeah. It's yep. terrible. Yep. Eventually, I ended up figuring it out, but the first first little bit there was a little frustrating. I was trying to download lyrics and look at them, and yeah. just because. So, so the whole thing with when I was when I was younger mm-hmm. and singing, it it was the only thing I cared about. Yeah, I guess because it was like I love music and I love video games and all this stuff. It was like those were like the main focus. Mm-hmm. Now music to me nowadays is like I love it, but it's not like at the front of my brain. Yeah, it's more like it's something that I hear in the background while I'm at work. It's an accessory, or while I'm doing stuff around the house. Yeah. Um. So now it's like if I want to know if I want to remember the words to songs, I actually have to listen to it. Like mm-hmm. kind of like one of my roommates used to do where he would play one song uh, for like six hours on loop mm-hmm. and uh, should probably check in on him, see if he's OK. <laughs> you good, fam? But uh, no, it it was it was good. I there was definitely some of those songs that you guys played that I was like, I, I've heard it, but I just don't know when to come in. And it's way harder. Than people think to yeah. know like when because it's hard for us too. I, I was about to say it's funny that you said that, and then I have to say you know that happened to us. The actual band people who've been practicing together for at least three times mm-hmm. also ran into that problem like 
four or five times we played a song and we just fell apart because we're like, wait, now what? When does that part come in? Yeah. When does the how does the breakdown go again? Yep. So it's you have to no matter how well you know the songs, you have to practice them with the people you're playing with multiple times in order to get it down. Yep. Um, and like there was a couple of times where I don't know if like you guys uh, maybe skipped a solo or something because you guys mm-hmm. hadn't didn't have it down or yet or something. And then I would be like, wait, do I am I supposed to sing now? And then, and then I would have to like look at you guys to see if you started like mouthing the words. And I was like, "Yep, I yep. fucked. I fucked up. <laughs> I will just go in the corner and what is it, seppuku? Just seppuku. <laughs> just <laughs> harakiri. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take the knife straight to me because I fucked up. Well, that that's the problem too. Is that it, and I didn't, I didn't notice this until I started playing with other people. That like, it really depends on the instrument you're playing on how well you are like able to like know the song and how it goes because mm-hmm. I, I noticed with when I started playing live with drummers that drummers rely on vocals a lot yeah. to know where they are in the song um that's so foreign to me because I me I just play the song exactly as how how I remember it the, the the trade-off is that I have to know the song in order to play it yep um and and then the the hard part with bands, and it's funny because anyone who's in a band is going to hear this and go, "Yep, that's fucking true." Yeah, is that when one person screws up and doesn't play what they're supposed to, the band has to like in the next few seconds decide, "Well, do we want to? We need to get back together now." So do do we speed up to that this person where he isn't the song, or do do we, or does he have to? go oh shit and go back to the part he was that fucking happens all the time yeah and um the drummer i guess so like do we want to say names does it matter uh i know he listens to this but i don't know we'll we'll we'll, ask him and then we we'll 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 leave him out for now but we'll just say the drummer the drummer uh so you know the drummer is keeping the beat Mm -hmm. for you know most of this most of the time but like to get everyone on that beat is sometimes a challenge because it's like, well, maybe one of you guys missed a note or something. You're trying to, you know, get back on to the right after messing up and you're like, it's kind of in your head then. Yeah. Um, whereas like I was trying to keep like the beat like with my like with my hand and mm-hmm. then I would like notice the hear the drum being played and I would just be like. Okay, so I got to slow down. Now I got to speed up. And that was a good thing that the uh, one thing that I thought was a really good uh, saying, I guess, that the drummer said was, uh, you know, music isn't supposed to be just, I mean, yes, all music's supposed to be on a beat per minute. That's mm. just how it's downloaded. But like music can flow. It doesn't need to constantly be you know, the same speed it can, you know, go up and down and yeah, louder, softer, you know, doesn't, doesn't need to be, you know, just the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah, I, I had fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's tons of fun. I think I had either a headache from the amount of beers I had or a headache from just, you know, the sheer wall of noise, the, the noise. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I was not ready for that either because yeah. I think I did not realize that one microphone versus another microphone would be 
so different, mm-hmm. I guess, because I went and grabbed my speaker because I'm like, man, I think my speaker at home is a little bit louder, like a bit louder than what was coming out of that one. And then you guys just switched out the mics and everything was fine. Yeah. So it's like getting everyone to be the same, not necessarily the same volume, but like you don't want to overpower the drums. The drums don't want to overpower the bass. The bass doesn't want to overpower, you know, you can't, you got to like find a perfect oh, yeah. harmony, I guess in Dude, a way. Yeah. But that it's hard enough trying to find a quick janky balance for practices. I can't imagine being like an audio engineer for like a live concert and trying to like Oh yeah. not have something drown out everything else. Yeah. It's going to be impossible. See, I I just I know from like uh just being at different concerts and stuff, you can definitely tell when someone has a good audio engineer mm-hmm. and when someone has either no one to do their audio engineering or like to mess with their audio or is just really bad at their job because you can't make out what the, what the singer is singing. You can't hear any electric guitar solos. It's just like, it's not, it's not great when you, when it, when you get a good person to do it, it sounds amazing, but, yeah. but you got to find that right person. The, the problem with, the the janky garage band practices that we're doing now is that we're a we're doing it in a giant party shed mm-hmm. like i said all the walls are lined with lead and they're all aluminum fucking walls so there is such a bad the acoustics in that building are absolutely horrible so if we played in a place that had better acoustics it would be a lot easier and yep. sound a lot better um the other thing is is that since we're just practicing we all bring our own speakers and shit yep and uh, you really, uh, you especially in a giant area where there's echoes, you really do get a sense for how how precise sound waves are, because it depends on where you're standing. That something is just way super overpowering. Like when I I would ha- I set up my amp where I usually set it up, but I have to be away from it because in order to play, in order to be loud enough for everyone to hear me. I have to crank that fucker up to like 12. Right. And what when you have a guitar and you have an amp that's turned up all the way, it feedbacks very, very easily. Like yep. if the guitar is aimed at the speaker or at the amp, it will feedback like a witch in heat. So you, I have to like stand back and point my guitar away from my amp. So that put me in the crossfire of like the bassist and uh, the and my amp the drummer is and we just have an awesome drummer he just fucking goes ham on these things dude he's fucking amazing yes he is and he and he fills that entire building up with sound when he plays i fucking love it like you guys you guys mentioned like yeah we don't need to mic the mic no like he he can he can never he can make it as loud as you need it. Yes. And still sounds and still drown out everyone else. Yes, it still sounds amazing. Uh but I mean I could barely hear you. Yeah, I, I and I was I was saying that like it it also has to do with, you know, like pointing the speaker in a certain direction. I mean yeah. I had my speaker pointed mostly at we were just kind of all circled around it really. Yeah. And it was well, kind of pointed back at us, I guess. There was a, 
we had a small group of people there as well who mm-hmm. were just hanging out and a, a few of them came to play a couple songs with us and um we someone made the decision at some point to like turn the singer's aunt, your speaker yep. that you were singing out of towards like the group of people sitting yep and apparently that made us sound way better because then they could actually hear uh the singer through the noise of everything else mm-hmm. the problem was then was that it was very hard for like me and the bassist and probably the drummer to hear the singer yeah so it's it's kind of it kind of makes me like wonder the people that like have their little headsets or whatever that is just kind of plugged in either to themselves so they can hear how they're sounding or they could be plugged into you know everyone yeah but uh i I don't know. I I didn't have mine up all the way. I could have I could have turned that speaker up even louder if we really needed it, but yeah. I didn't want to like overpower any of you guys cuz still need to be able to hear. Kind of kind of like I said, I think we've had this conversation. A band sounds good with out a singer, but it can sound so much more with a singer. Oh yeah, to me at least. Well, us uh, definitely applies. Yeah. So we had we've had me and the drummer had uh, one practice together that went really well to start out, and then we got the bassist in for two practices after that, mm-hmm. and we sounded good. And we had a blast, but having a singer there, you uh, having the mics there so that I could sing one or two songs, yep. and then. The uh, the drummer also sings one or two songs, yep. and then we had another person, yeah, who hopefully will. She was very good, very very good singer that yes. we're hoping kind of uh, commits, and uh, then we'll have kind of like a cool double dynamic with you and her, yeah, and it'll be like a like a split kind of band sort of, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get more into that when we actually get the details out. We'll probably drop our first EP through this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I had, I had a blast. Like I also, I also didn't expect us to be out there as late as we were. Like I was, I was all for that. I was like, you know, I thought I was going to go there. You guys were going to like play for like an hour or so. And then it would just be done. I was like, Oh, cool. We're, we're going through like all these songs. And I was like, this is, this is fun. It was like a four hour practice. Oh yeah. I think I got there at like six. 15 620 you, i mean the setup that you guys have to go through sp- yeah. specifically the drummer is atrocious yeah. like if I there was do. if if there was a faster way to make that happen yeah. i uh, always feel bad cuz i'm like i'm ready in 5 minutes yeah it's like oh god now he has he has to like take everything apart put it back in the van yeah. but it's worth it and in the end yeah we were there pretty late and we would have been there later had I not had to get up at five thirty the next morning. Well, you you got the phone call. One of the other guys got a phone call or a text message saying, "Coming home anytime soon," you yep. know. Uh, but I, if I didn't have to get up, I we I probably would have stayed because I it was hilarious. We were all standing around for one last beer. The the band yeah was standing around for one last beer and after everyone had left and and we were talking about songs we were we wanted to add or talk about adding. And I, I, one of us said one, I can't, uh, no, it was the, uh, your, your go-to song. Yeah. Uh, you were like, we got to play that. And the drummer is like, I can play that. And he's like, I'll play that right fucking now. 
And then the bassist is like, well, what are you going to play it on? Your drum kit's in your in your car. And he's like, I'll get that shit out right now and play again. And I was like, if you wouldn't have even put it away had we had not had to force us to end this because I could fucking keep jamming till two in the morning. Yep. I would have no hearing left, but I would do it. Yeah. Say I, everyone always thinks that I can't sing that song, which is, I believe in a thing called love. Yep. And I've been, I've been asked to sing it (laughs) multiple times at karaoke and I sang it at someone's wedding. I actually sang it at two people's weddings. Um, which is just absurd. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the high note, it's like really depending on if I've been drinking. <laughs> <'Cause this> so <laughs> is it, it, the more you drink, the less likely you're hit, to I hit think, it or more? I think, I think the more I drink, the more confident I am. So therefore I you go, hit it. So therefore I go for it. That's pretty awesome. But there, there has definitely been times where it's like, <laughs> it's like to, did an old man just fall? Like, what the fuck was that sound? It was weird. But uh, no, it was I. And then the other song that we were talking about, I I had to like sing it right there because they, the bassist and the drummer sort of put oh yeah up, sort of put me on the spot, and then I was like, yeah, I can sing that song. They're like, fucking prove it. Prove it right like, now. And I was like, well, really putting me on the spot like that, and then I. I had to sing it, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, All right." So yep. now, now we have to do this other song, and I was just yep. like, "Now I'm just making you guys have to learn how to play all these songs that you probably are like, God damn it, Greg, what the fuck?" No, both songs are like would be crowd pleasers, right? Right, and that's another thing is like you have to find the music that like the band loves in general, mm-hmm. and then you have to find music that is just the immediate crowd pleaser yeah like gets everybody involved well i told the drummer on the very first night that we talked because it was at a uh, festival mm-hmm. that uh that gets put on put on around this town of ours yep called pioneer days mm-hmm. it's the oldest festival in ohio apparently oldest festival and longest parade and longest parade in ohio um but last year we were at pioneer we were uh just drunkenly talking together and and getting it together like the band together well it was i i actually i thought it was funny hearing your guy you guys talk about this because the drummer was talking to one of our friends mm-hmm. who then said well evan's been trying to start a yeah. band for like ever yep and then next thing you know that whole conversation spewed out over and he he we were at the other end of Pioneer when that happened because uh, I'm sure right after he said that, I got a text from him that said, so I hear you're looking for a drummer. I've got one for you. Get your ass over here. <laughs> so then I sprinted over because I knew I knew the uh, the drummer. Uh, right. He was a little, a couple years, he's a couple years older than me and you. Yeah. But in school, he played drum a lot and he he actually played in a lot of bands with my brother. Yeah. The bassist, our awesome bassist did too. And um this dude was just legendary on drums when I was in high school. And I was like, if I ever play with him, it's going to be a fucking privilege. That's right. So now we're finally getting this together. And uh, we were talking about it. And I was like, the way I see it, we need to have two two different types of song. There's one, they're the given songs. Those are the songs that every cover band plays. 
that everyone fucking goes, oh, yeah, you know they're going to play this tonight. But when we start playing it, everyone goes crazy because they just it's just a good song. Yeah. Songs like ACDC songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Brightside. Right. It's songs that everyone that, that everyone expects to hear when they go listen to a rock cover band. Yep. Um, the other type of song are the songs that I call crowd pleaser songs because they're they're songs that they're that not that not every rock cover band plays, but everyone knows. So that when it they when you start hearing a band play it, you get really fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like oh shit, I fucking love this song. Um, I've definitely been at a bar before where. I've stopped mid talking to someone because the band started playing a song that I'm like, this never fucking gets played yep. ever. That's a crowd pleaser. This right is there. awesome. Yeah. And then I have to stop talking to this person so I can <laughs> fully enjoy what's happening. That's what I'm hoping to get. Yeah. Is a good balance of those two. Yep. Um, and the uh, me and the drummer were talking that first night and he, I got really excited because he was telling me that he, I was saying, so what, what stuff are you listening to right now? Um, and he started saying, he's like, I'm definitely listening to a lot of the heavier stuff. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I do like party rock, you know, like Jesse's Girl yeah. and uh, Stacy's Mom. They're yeah. good songs and they're rock songs. But, like, I want to get the shit and get it so, like, it, like I said. You want to melt some faces. I want to melt some faces. Yeah. And I want to have, those are good songs. You Cover bands don't normally play sad songs but the third type is fucking hype songs and i want to play some hype songs Mm -hmm. that get people really going oh yeah um so we're we're trying to hash that out and find a good balance and like you said we have to there needs to be a good balance where they're all we have a good balance of suggestions from everyone in the band so everyone gets to play what they want to play um the the big thing that i'm trying to avoid uh with this band which was the problem that i ran into with my last full gig that I did show, I guess you'd call it, which was, uh, at a friend's birthday party years and oh, 10 years ago at this point. I still remember the days. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. But, uh, the problem with that is we were all, it was all three, three, there was three main members, mm. no bassist, a drummer. And, and, uh, uh, we've talked about him on the podcast, uh, spank. Yep. He's a, the rhythm guitarist. And we, it was our first gig together and like a, our first show where it was like just us and we were playing like a full show, like a full set list. So we were all really fucking nervous. Mm-hmm. And I will go ahead and say that we did not practice in, as much as we should have and didn't have the songs down as well as we should have. So it, it went all right, but all of our energy and focus was on our instruments to play the right thing not to have the fun and energy of like interacting with the crowd or interacting with like bandmates. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really, really hoping we can na- nail down with this is that we get good enough playing all together that we get, fu- we can have a chemistry on, on stage and actually have fun. Cause I, I want to, it's very unlike me. I used to think I was going to be the shoegaze guitarist who's just like chill and hang out in the background and, and playing. But I, I've realized in my old age, weirdly enough, that I want to fucking rock out. And I want to dance with a guitar in my hands with other bandmates up on stage. Evan wants to dance. Just I just to, have to dance. He wants to dance. I have to dance, Dad. Oh, God. 
Good but, stuff. Uh, I, I want that chemistry. Yeah. And in order to get the chemistry, you have to be 100% comfortable with what you're playing. So yep. we need to have a lot more practices, and I, I need to practice a lot more to get my songs down so I don't have to devote any brain power to playing the song. It's all in the the fun of it. Yep. Because we had that problem the first time, and we I, I had fun, but I didn't I didn't get to move around and and rock out and have fun with the bandmates and and I interacted with the crowd a little bit and that was fun but uh I want like the whole thing to be that because I feel like those are way more fun shows when the band is all up there clearly having fun mm-hmm. um they're not there to collect a paycheck uh they're not there to promote anything they're just we want to play music for people yep. and if you guys are as energetic as we are then the whole room will be bumping yeah so yeah I I had a lot of fun and I hope that, you know, this continues to like sort of happen on a regular basis. I know it's tough in everyone's day and age to with everything going on in life, Mm -hmm. you know, people got kids, people got jobs that yeah all three of us have kids (laughs) well see i'm over here just like uh guys i'm I'm available whenever you need me uh it's like the only time i will not be available is if i'm on vacation yeah it's like but uh no it it was it was a lot of fun and uh i think like you said uh, it would be really cool to get like a flow going with Mm -hmm. everyone and because, you know, my first time being there, even though I knew both guys, it's like I'm not normally around them. So, yeah. I mean, the one I probably am around more than the other sort of mm. thing. But, uh, yeah, it's just got to kind of get into a groove with everyone and make sure that everyone's flowing on the same sort of vibe and energy. And Yeah, I and think then, the vibe's there. And then I just, you know, need to stop being a little bitch and... <laughs> There was so many times where you guys were like, well, you want to play this song? I was like, ah, I don't know if I can sing that song. I'm trying to think. And then as soon as it started, I'm like, I fucking know this song. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like that's frustrating. That's it's how like, it always happens. It's like, I don't know how that song goes. Because me and names have stopped becoming a thing. Yeah. People, music, <laughs> all of that. It's just like. Elements. Elements, you know vowels whatever <laughs> but uh no it, it was a lot of fun i just i need to for one i need to i need to listen to like the set list like a couple of different times two i have an ipad that i'm probably going to put the set list on and yeah. just pull up lyrics mm-hmm. just so i have them in case i guess yeah and then uh three i need like a little clicker like a little like a like a, the presentation clicker, you know. So I can oh, just, for the for the so, iPad for the iPad, so I yeah. can just be like, okay, yep, on the next one. Yeah. So that'd be nice. I think it's like I said, the the vibes definitely there. Yep. The the the. We were actually talking and joking that they're going to be our first guests on this podcast. Yeah. So uh, eventually, we might have the drummer and the bassist on, but there are two very very cool individuals. Yep. And two people that I was like, as a kid, because like I said, they both play, have played with my brother. So I saw them growing up and yep. I was like, if I could ever play with them, that'd be fucking rad. You kind of look up to them like, yeah. yeah, that'd be really cool to play with. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see where this goes. You we're, know? Trying to, we're trying to hope that we can at least have one practice per month. Yeah. That Not would... like 
within the next month, we mean like literally one per calendar month. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're shooting for. So you guys listening, that means August. <laughs> we have another one. We're, t- we're talking about it. I need to get you and, and the other prospective singer onto a text thing so we can all mm-hmm. communicate at the same the other time. Pro- the other prospect Yeah, that will eventually take my job. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think, as good as she is, I don't know if she can sing she can tub thumping your well, go-to song <laughs> whatever yeah sure but uh i guess now that we're roughly 40 some minutes into this episode we should probably probably get on to the music questions even though we've kind of been talking i mean yeah music it's, it's all related music. it's all music related but uh yeah um i'm just gonna kind of look down the list and i'm gonna say i'm gonna think Pick one i'm gonna think which one we haven't already answered yeah uh and i'm going with that one (laughs) okay so my answer to that one is (laughs) blue that's my answer to that one evan what is your go-to karaoke song so this is hilarious greg because i have only sang karaoke once in my life yeah and it was with you it was a couple months ago that was awesome um i uh I do. I did notice that I absolutely fucking hate singing in front of groups of people without a guitar in my hand, and I'm just not about that. <laughs> I yeah. didn't think I did very well. I didn't know what to do with my hands. There was a lot of like weird finger. Lo- I do this finger locking thing a lot, mm. so I was like doing that, and I was like, I don't really know what to do here. <laughs> but I had fun. Yeah. Um. So I and I guess my go-to karaoke song will be the one that I sang by myself that night, which was uh, it's Creed, right? Yeah, it was it's a Creed song. Uh, it's my favorite Creed song, which is ironic that I can't think of it right now. <gasps> one last breath. Okay, that's yeah. my go-to karaoke. And I yes, though, for those wondering, I do sing it in the Scott Stapp. Where? Yeah. <laughs> you just you just said you just loaded a Scott Stapp into the chamber, and then popped that sucker back out. Yeah, but. Uh... No, that's that was. I, I thought you did a good job that oh, night. Thanks. That was. I, I. I mean, just listening to you on Saturday, like you, I. Th- I think you truly underestimate your singing talent. I guess. I don't remember what I sang Saturday. Uh, there was a couple of songs that you took took the mic and sang, mm. uh, but I don't remember them off the top of my head. Mm. But uh, my issue with that is once again, I just cannot fucking sing and play guitar at the same time. I can't do it. Yeah, and maybe that's just a practice thing, like you know, just having to do it at the same time, yeah. getting used to it. Because because you could you could sing it, you know the you know the lyrics, mm-hmm. and you could play it. It's just doing, doing them at the same doing time. them at the same time. It's like juggling. It's juggling and like, walking on a tightrope. I can do both of those. It's just gonna take you trying trying that over and over again, exactly, and falling and, to my death. <laughs> well, there will be spikes. And who uh, set up the spikes? <laughs> Holy shit. And fire. <laughs> but uh no. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> my favorite or I should say my go-to karaoke song is it's not really my go-to, it's what everyone wants to hear me sing, which yeah. is I believe in a thing called oh, Yeah, Love. of course. Um, talked about that. The the other like the one so I I work for farm equipment manufacturer. Yes. Uh, so I go to these farm shows and every year we go to a farm show. We usually do a karaoke night and the, they wanted me to sing that song. So I sang it 
and then they were like, well, what's your next song going to be? And I'm like, I really don't want to go up there and have to like do it. And they're, they're just expecting me be, because it's so high that I will sing another high song. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and I chose like the deepest song that I could think of off the top of my head. And it was uh, Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give yep. You Up. Of course. And they, so it was kind of funny because like they were expecting, you know, this high pitched song. Mm-hmm. So not only did I Rick roll them, but you, I Rick rolled you, them. You double Rick. Yeah, them. it was, it was, it was, it was a good time. But that's uh, great. What, which, what, uh, which one do you want to ask? Um, we'll do that one. What is the best live performance you have seen? Ooh, Shine Down. Shine Down. Shine Down has, uh, I went and saw them just last year. That's an out of pocket. 2022. Yeah. Uh, Their whole, like, the the whole scenario for that concert was wild because we bought nosebleed tickets. Yeah. My sister and her husband were there, and I didn't know they were going to be there. Oh, really? And they just so happened to have, like, four people that didn't show up, but they had their tickets. So I went down. Basically, we were in the nosebleeds, and we got down onto, like, not ground level but like so much so much closer wow and i was like oh this is fucking awesome so i'm already pumped and then the the bands that were before it was like the pretty reckless Mm -hmm. um so it was i was like okay this is pretty good pretty good pretty good though i can't remember what the other band was it wasn't wasn't great but it was it was good yeah um and then Shine Down just comes out with this wild pyrotechnic. Uh, the stage is huge. The big video screen wall is wild. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, so far, like visually, this is just awesome. Yeah. And like they've got pianos coming out of the floor. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this is cool. Like the special effects that are, they're going on, the pyrotechnics, their explosions were awesome. There was one mishap. Uh, there was a f- one of the pyrotechnics never turned off, so it was just shooting flame the entire time. Oh shit! So they had to like put that off. But then they just sounded fantastic. Yeah, and that's that's another thing is when you go to a concert, if they sound like garbage, it ruins it ruins the experience. Just yeah. like like they could be like the most like running from side to side, most energetic band. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they just sound awful, you're just like. Can ruin it can ruin the entire vibe of the night. Yeah, of course. And they were just amazing. Ten out of ten performance. Um Did they play a lot of their older stuff? That's the shine down I like. Like Leave a Whisper there, and There was a there was a a lot of their older stuff. Um the the one song that's mostly about COVID that was like their new one. Um hmm. but that one that one was very good. Uh that yeah, no, it was just all all around great concert left there extremely pumped just like wanted to you know it was in columbus i wanted to just take over columbus but we ended up going back it was very (laughs) very disappointing but yeah it was was a very good concert what about what about you well i have a second sub question for you okay what is the best live performance you have seen period including ones that you weren't there you just watched the oh recording of it Ooh. um so I don't watch a crazy amount of like live because you know like how they they used to make these. I don't know if they still do, but like they make the DVD yeah, collections DVD. Yep. Mm-hmm. of uh, live performances. I have a few of those. Um, and like they're 
they're a good band, but like I I don't watch them all that much. But like I I've rec- rec- reminded myself of like the Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, like there there's I don't know what what DVD it was. It's one of one of my uh, brother in laws, I think. But yeah, he's got one of the DVD collections, and it's they're it, they play for so long, like. To be able to put on a performance like that for such a long period of time without like needing that much break time, you know, is eight hours of sleep is insane. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure they sang for like over three hours or something like that. It's what when was it from? Uh, it was when the drummer was still alive, so it would have had to have been. More than what two years ago, three years ago. Oh, but it was like pretty recent. It wasn't from like the nineties. I don't or... think it was from the nineties. Did Dave Grohl have short hair? Oh, he had a beard. He had a beard. Okay. So I think right. it was fairly new, but gotcha. But you know, I I don't watch all that much. There was um. Now I'm just kind of thinking of ones that I've seen. Uh, was it Bob Seger? Bob Seger. I think I think there was Bob a... Seger was Danny from Full House. <laughs> Is that right? No, that's Bob Saget. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're making me sweat here. Uh, Rest but, in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah, but that was another Bob Seger. That was another one that I watched, and I'm like, it's it was impressive to because he was fairly old, I yeah. think, in it. So. But um, I I haven't I can't really think of anything. Yeah. Um, disturbed. Yeah. Um, the Conan performance of Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. Yeah, that's a fucking fantastic performance. That one is like, you know, it was probably like sort of pre-worked. You know. Yeah, they usually bit. are. But it was really good. Like, yeah. like I think that I'm not. I'm not gonna quote. Don't quote me on this. But mm-hmm. like, it probably has just as many views as the actual music video for that song. Because I like think the disturbed the disturbed version on Conan, I think has the same. I'm probably way off. To me, like, I think I've seen it so many freaking times that it's got to be up there because yeah. I've watched it like a bajillion times. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you mean like more than the disturbed version yes. of it or the original? original Not the original, the disturbed. I was about to say, I guarantee you has more views than the original. original. Yeah. Hello, Dr. Smile, old friend. Should we do a rock? <laughs> Not even a rock, a normal just cover of fucking Simon and Garfunkel. Sure. As long as we both are singing it. Yeah, yes. who, who, which one of us is Simon and which one's Garfunkel? I don't know which one's which. You're Simon and I'm Garfunkel. Okay, <laughs> cool. Simon's, I think Simon's the tall one? Mm-hmm. No, the other way around. You're Garfunkel, I'm Simon. Okay, okay. Because you're taller than me. Uh, Evan, do you have any songs that make you cry? Oh, I haven't answered the live performance. One. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, I, I'll keep it quick because I have not seen that many concerts in my life. Um. In person. Yep. Uh, I would say probably the best live performance I've ever seen would be uh, I saw Eric Clapton mm-hmm. and Steve Winwood. Okay. Who is a uh, – Eric Clapton is one of my favorite musicians, period, and Steve Winwood was one of his contemporaries back in the day. Um, they did a tour that uh, me and my dad and my 
Cousins Bank, who's also an Eric Clapton fan, and, and a couple of our other family members who really like Eric Clapton, got the bought the album of the live performance that we were going to go see and listen to it on the way to go see the live performance. Yeah, and uh, it was it was awesome. Plus, I, I have to give it brownie points because obviously it was one of my first major concerts, and it was to Eric Clapton, mm. which was a big deal for me. Um. But also hilarious, and to this day, me and Spank joke and say how we were listening to Steve Winwood play. It was probably Georgia on my mind, and he's playing the organ, and we hear this dude a couple rows back just say at the top of his lungs, "Play that organ, Stevie." <laughs> and and from that moment on, now when me when me and Spank get really into some sort of music, we'll just go play that organ, Stevie. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh. The but I also have to give an honorable mention uh, to I went and had the privilege of seeing Paul McCartney play live. Really? Yeah. Um, in in the, at be, the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. That would be wild. Uh, super nosebleed sections. Right. I'm talking. I breathed in clouds. Okay. From where I was sitting. Cool. Um, he was a literal speck on the ground. We watched it more through the Megatron up there than we did him. But just to be able to say that I was looking directly at Paul McCartney, I can die happy. Mm. Um, and he's not even my favorite Beatle. But it's just you're like watching like you're watching something and you're like, I'm really experiencing something right now that someday people are going to say they never got to experience. Um, I'm glad to know that they have Transformers at the ballpark. Yeah, I know, right? I love that <laughs> Megatron when, <laughs> he's, when he sang... Band on the run. I fucking lost my shit. Uh, I I knew what you meant. <laughs> I just had to poke poke at that. Uh, and then best live performance I've just seen. Period. Um, I'd have to give it to. I have a DVD of a Van Halen performance from like mm. 1981, or it might actually be way later than that. 89. Mm. Uh, called Live Without a Net. And that is a fantastic show, even though I can't stand the singer and he does terribly. But as I've told you in the past, I can very easily tune out singing to music and just listen to the music. And it's that song has probably in my top five favorite songs of all time, like the version that's played at that concert. The like the live without a net live version of Summer Nights by Van Halen has my favorite solo in it of like all time. And is in my top five favorite songs. Cool. So I would definitely recommend people listen to that. Yeah. And I probably should also put a special mention out there for uh, the Bare Naked Ladies because that was the most recent oh, yeah. concert that I really went to. I went to that too because I sat there and watched your Snap watched, Story. Watched my, <laughs> watched my Snap Story. Uh, since then, I have uh, warned people before <laughs> opening my snaps of, uh, look out, this is about to be yep. an hour worth of me. <laughs> you know what's funny? People tell me, you should really fucking stop doing that. And then I get told from random people like, Dude, that concert looked awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, of course. Or like, I'm like, okay, yeah. So I literally people, sat there and so lit, watched some, the whole thing. Some people are happy with it. Some people hate it. Yeah. It's, it's fine. You can always block me on Snapchat. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Snap story. Don't block Greg on Snapchat. Do it. Do it. Do it. But uh, uh, what what uh, what songs make you cry, if any? Oh, make me cry. Shit. I don't know. I'd, Gentle breeze makes me cry. 
Uh, and that's not a song. I mean, the literal just, gentle just breeze. Just the gentle, gentlest of breezes. The fir- uh, Just a standout song that I can think of that has made me cry is, uh, and I think I've said this on the podcast, I listened to Rooster mm. by Alice in Chains uh, once when I was younger, and for whatever reason, that just unlocked the concept of mortality relating to my father. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that. I mean, is that I'm pretty sure that, that song might be about someone's dad dying. I'm yeah. not sure. I haven't listened to it in years, um, but I just it just clicked in my tiny brain, and I was like, "Oh my god, my dad's gonna die someday," and I just fucking felt like I would never be happy again. <laughs> just, I was like, "This sucks." Can I go back to 20 minutes ago when I? It's like, all right, what, this, what song makes you happy? Go, go, go. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, no, it's it, it just kind of depends on if the song is 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 in that genre, one that of the three genres that I keep saying over and over again that it could be happy, sad, or hype. And yep. if it's a sad song, usually I can I can get along with it. I do. I used to get pretty sad when I would hear songs that are like this. Might be getting too personal. Never mind. That's that's probably too personal. <laughs> well, I'm what I'm about to say, you know could be taken as personal or however you want to take it but yeah. um say something by, oh yeah by like it's christina aguilera yeah, and, and uh, it's like a big something world little big world or something great great big world little big planet yeah a little big planet <laughs> but uh for some reason and it's about to get real we all get sad sometimes mm-hmm. and we sometimes go to music to make it make ourselves you know more sad more sad because yeah. we're so so sad <laughs> uh but uh that's a song that makes me cry like i've i've literally told my google like hey play sad music hmm. and then that is the first song that plays yeah and then afterwards i'm just like i don't need to hear any other songs yeah, now that was it i i'm there i watery eyes like maybe i should uh go play some play some sports or be manly <laughs> like gotta gotta go stop being a little baby back bitch all of a sudden but uh no dude that song is like probably one of the saddest songs it's depressing and but such saying so beautifully that it's like a combination of like i wish you were upbeat and happy but you're yeah. not so now i have to sit here and wallow in self-pity <laughs> and it's such a good song yes yeah yeah i can i can relate to that yeah but that uh that's probably one of the big ones um there's another one and this is kind of uh the red jumpsuit apparatus mm-hmm. i think uh guardian angel oh yeah that was played at one of my uh friends funerals and it was very hard for me to hear that song for like a long time yeah after that once it gets attached to attached something. to a, a like a core memory like yeah. you're just like oh, man that i did not i did not need that so mm-hmm. people i think you should play happy songs at funerals um yeah n- you know just unless you fuck yourself over and now every time you hear that happy song you get depressed well at least it'll be upbeat and (laughs) (laughs) wake me up before Before you go go go. (laughs) oh god ron died (laughs) 
shit. Uh, okay, let's go down. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, let, I guess we'll go with that one. That one seems kind of whatever, but. Um, is there a particular musical artist whose work you ins- you admire? Um, for any reason, any artist that has actually wrote their own songs, you That's know, a good answer. And you know, like because you know it came from something. Yeah, it came from something that happened to them. So it feels real, you know, it feels mm-hmm. like they have an attachment to it. Um, uh, and I know he doesn't write all of his songs, but like Charlie Puth, yeah. I, I really admire him because he's a, uh, first off has perfect, uh, what is it? Perfect pitch recall yeah, or whatever. Like he, he can, like, he can hear it and then tell you what it was, like what note it was. Yeah. That's like perfect pitch times two. I heard yeah. that perfect pitch is like. When you can say, tell someone sing an E flat and then they can sing an E flat just with just boom without hearing it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think, I don't know if that's true perfect pitch or if the Charlie Puth version is true perfect pitch because I know there are people like him who just can hear a sound and go, that's a G sharp. And, and people like put him to the test. They'll like all the time. They'll play like fart sounds. Yeah. And like not even car, music car horns. And it's just like that is actually like the one he he was talking about like a fire alarm. And he goes, uh, the reason the reason behind that sounding so terrible is it's two notes played at like the middle. And it's like not an octave higher, but like it's halfway up sort of thing. I don't know how I don't know what that's called, like a mid octave or something but i don't know but it, it just it's two notes played at the same time and he tells you both notes and they're just, discordant and it's just like ugh, yeah. how do you know this like yeah he's, he's one who said like aren't didn't he say like all car horns are either in this key or this key mm-hmm. it's like what the fuck yeah how have i never noticed that the dude the dude's got talent both at writing music and playing it because he plays piano and i pretty sure he probably plays guitar mm-hmm. um and he could sing so it's just like dude's dude's a triple threat in yeah. the music industry yeah. like it's so any anyone like that like like um the beatles mm-hmm. you know freddie mercury freddie freddie mercury i i, I guess i don't know because uh, i haven't watched that freaking movie yet i still gotta put that on my list yeah i didn't know that about him but uh yeah just anyone anyone that can write their own music can make it just like not necessarily one hit wonders, but like constant output of like yeah. good stuff. So that'd be, that'd be my answer. You have anybody that you admire? Um, I'm going to have to default to Jack white. Mm-hmm. Um, he, for a very, very long time, he's kind of fallen out with me just because I've, he's, um, I was really into him when I was younger and I still love the man, but I just don't listen to him that much anymore. Yep. I'll get into moods where I'll listen to nothing but him for a while. But, um, for a while he was like in my top three favorite musicians with Eric Clapton and Eddie Van Halen or, uh, yeah, Eddie Van Halen. Um, the reason why I admire him so much is that he taught me that you don't need to be perfectly on pitch to like be a quote unquote good singer. Yeah. Um, because he's very often not on pitch. Um, 
and and it, it the same in and more so it, it goes with his guitar playing than it does with his his singing because like I said instrument playing is way more important to me than than singing and his guitar solos are a lot of times they just sound more like noise than yeah. actual like notes but I just listened to him and I was like I can hear the fucking music in that even though it just sounds like noise I can hear what he's trying to say or play, Mm -hmm. I guess it's more. And I was like, that's crazy that someone can do that. And it kind of challenged my brain because I had listened to nothing but like people who are really, really, really fucking good at playing guitar. And every note they're playing is meaning to be right here and nowhere else. It was more, he's the one who taught me like, I don't want to say he taught me that passion is more important in, in music, but, Mm-hmm. He pretty much did because he would go up there and he would just he would play shit and it wouldn't make sense to me, to my ears, but to my brain, it made sense. Yeah. And, it, and, and to my head, it didn't it didn't matter if it didn't make sense to my ears because it was he's just up there fucking playing his heart out, even though it's not crazy hard and it's not really making sense. Mm-hmm. So plus he opens up when I told you he opens up that documentary with him and the edge and Jimmy Page by taking some fucking trash out of a field and making a guitar out of it in like like three minutes. That's why And hooking it up to an amplifier and playing a blues song. And I'm like, this is probably, probably one of the coolest human beings to ever have existed. The man's a MacGyver of music. He literally takes a piece of wood, some nails, some string, and a Coke bottle, creates a guitar, plugs it into an amp, plays a slide guitar with it, takes a cigarette out and goes... Who says you need to buy a guitar and takes a drag off the cigarette? And I'm like, I mean. I'm just going to throw mine away. <laughs> Apparently, I can just make it out of household items. Yeah. But that's that's uh, that's good. Let's see here. I have one. Um, what is the most creative use of music in a movie or television show? Mm, can we broaden it to video games sure because as i've said on this podcast before i think video game music might be just one of my favorite things in existence period yeah um my idea for the most creative and a lot of people are going to hear this and go this is that's super boring (laughs) but uh it's a little game i don't know if we've mentioned it on this podcast before but it's called um banjo kazooie (laughs) have you heard of this game greg i uh may have played it a couple times (laughs) Uh, the composer for that game, Grant Kirkhope, uh, he's really just kind of the all-around audio guy. When you play Banjo-Kazooie and you hear mumbo-jumbo, say, Umanaka! Or, uh, like, I'm an of a goat if you think you're odd enough. That's Grant Kirkhope talking. <laughs> so, um, he created, he didn't, I don't think he created it, but he popularized it with Banjo-Kazooie, a, a tech, I don't want to call it technology either. Just a, a method of making music in video games called MIDI channel fading, mm. where he would have different MIDI channels for the game being played. And he'd have, let's say you're in a level. Um, when you're just walking around in the level, this the default song that plays is this level's theme song. Yep. Um, so like, for example, if this were like to make it more broad that people probably know, like think of Super Mario 64, when you're running around and you hear that that... That yeah, that's just what you're hearing. But 
what he that's one MIDI channel. Mm-hmm. He would add other MIDI channels for different areas of the level. So like if you're one of the levels was a pirate pirate themed one. Um, so when you're on just running around in the level, you hear this like the theme song of the level, which is this super tropical kind of not really Jamaican beat, but yeah. it's it's like it's like just a very beach theme kind of thing. Yep. Um, he would have that on one MIDI channel. He would have the same theme, but uh, like we played with accordions and like a fiddle, so it sounds a lot more piratey. Mm. And he would have that on a second MIDI channel. And when you would walk on the pirate ship in that level, it would fade into the pirate version of that song. So it was like um, as you got closer to the area, it would fade into the yes. next song, but it's the same song, just different instruments exactly. being played. And that was one of the first times I th- I noticed something about a video game while playing it as a child and like being proud of myself for noticing hmm. and telling myself like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably smart enough to make video games because I noticed that. I don't think a lot of people noticed that. Uh, so I was like, it's cool because it, when you're on the beach, it sounds all marimba-y. But then I walked inside this crab's shell and it's the same theme, but it's like super drippy and quiet mm-hmm. and on one marimba and uh i was just like that's so fucking cool that adds so much and to this day i can't not listen to banjo kazooie when i play banjo kazooie a lot of uh, we've talked about it on this cha- uh, this podcast a lot of times when me and you play games we like to like watch shit while we're doing it yep i can't do it when banjo kazooie's on i have to listen to it while i'm playing it because it's just so cool yeah i love it um, so when I think of this question, I think back to the movie Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Um, because, and it follows this kid named Baby and he has headphones in and he's the driver for like heists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the, he has to, when he's ready to go, like he has to press play, like at the right moment, like it's like, Nope, Nope. Can't leave yet. Can't leave yet. And then he hits play. And, uh, next thing you know, music goes, he's, you know, switching the gears, the gears as like the sound is like playing. So it's like, like, like that's the music in the background. And then it just, it just seems like, it's it's a wild way for music to be like the main focus because normally music isn't the main focus in a movie. Yeah. But you're listening to the music and you're seeing all these scenes and you're like, it's right there with this scene. It's yeah. like you, this was made perfectly for this scene. Um, Can I get a little bit film theory on you, Greg? And, and show that I'm not a complete waste of human space. <sighs> I know what the term is for that. Okay. It's called diegetic and non-diegetic music in in movies if you're hearing a song that the characters are also hearing that's called diegetic okay so that whole that that movie plays with the the whole like it's almost like the whole movie there's no music that's not non-diegetic it's all being played in his ears Mm -hmm. as he's as the movie's going so it's like it's almost like it's a movie or it's a movie without a soundtrack because there's no music being played that you're that he's not hearing. Yeah. And uh 
God, yeah. I completely forgot about that movie until you just said that. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, it's the thing I want to rewatch it too. Fucking great movie. But uh, yeah, that for some reason that is such a creative use for music yeah. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I'll, I'll do that one. That's a good one. Like I said, we haven't talked about this enough, and I'm going to broaden it. What is your favorite movie or video game soundtrack? In fact, no. Give me a movie and a video game. Oh, Guitar Hero. God <laughs> fucking damn you. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, son of a bitch. No. Um, uh, for movie... Star Wars has a lot of really good music playing in the yeah, background, it and it's it's so like epic orchestra type music too that mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty good. I swear to God, if you say Star Wars the video game, I'm gonna punch you. In the face. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if I want to like keep that as my answer for the movies, but that's kind of okay. what I'm thinking right now. Um, video games. I'm I'm either leaning towards. Halo? I was j- literally just about to start doing the... Or Skyrim. Oh my god, that's... Because both of those... Uh, the theme songs just slap. <laughs> I was about to start singing that. Yeah. And then it, and then it's... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no. Cool, cool fact, uh... They Elder Scrolls has like one theme, and each game plays the theme differently. Uh, really? Yeah, I did like not know that. Oblivion. It's it's for Morrowind too, but I can't recall off the top of my head how Morrowind's theme goes. But uh, Oblivion, the theme is um. Then they reworked that for Skyrim into so you could play the theme song of Oblivion at the same time as Skyrim and it would still make sense. Yeah. And actually Morrowind, I did now just remember it goes uh it goes like So it's all the same note progression, it's just in different time signatures and So if you were to play all of them at the same time it would technically match up. Would it? Is it gonna be like a master song at the end when they're like <laughs> finally said and done with everything? Probably. Like, wouldn't it just be wild if, like, at the end, it's just like this hundred-piece orchestra piece that is just like they're all able to play it at the same time, and oh, and Cheating then at the and, and then at the end, like, you just you sit there and you your brain explodes. You become the dragonborn. <sighs> yes. Yeah. I am all in. Like I said, I listen. I listen to the Oblivion soundtrack. Probably, I'm not. I'm not joking. Probably once a week. Yeah, it's it's nonstop. What about you, bud? Is it is well, it? Now you just said that, and now I don't know if I I might have to put Oblivion soundtrack because, like I just said, I listen to it like once a week. There's yeah. so I would have to. I'm gonna. Let's. Not, I need to take a step not back. Not banjo kazooie. Now I'm just sitting. You're like you're smiling upsettingly. Yes, that's why I'm saying I might just have to give an answer and clench my teeth mm-hmm. and wait till we do the video game music episode. Yeah, well, I think I'm, just, I'm gonna have to go with Oblivion. Okay. Well, well what about the movie though? The movie or, um, or TV show or whatever? I take it back. 
<laughs> it's not it's not oblivion because okay. there is one that ha- that impacted me more and that is the soundtrack to Shadow of the Colossus. Oh. I believe I said on this podcast that I ordered the CD of the soundtrack to Shadow of the Colossus from Japan and still have it in my car. This is I think the first time I'm hearing this. Oh, so. really? Damn it. Well, guess what? I ordered the <laughs> CD from Japan. <laughs> and I still have it in my car. That's awesome. Because it's not on anything. It's not on Spotify. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's on YouTube, but... Right, right. So I, I was like, I need this fucking soundtrack in my life. Fuck. Now I want to change my answer. To what? Do it. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to say Star Wars the video game. <laughs> you but, son of a bitch! But uh, the fucking Final Fantasy X. Ooh. Uh, there's a hymn, I guess. Mm-hmm. That gets so like in that game, you're trying to get these spirits, I guess, to fight for you. And every time you enter one of their shrines, it's a different person singing that song. So it's like the angriest looking spirit. It's just this timid little boy singing it. It's just like, I, and I and I'm blanking on how it goes. Yeah, but it's like it gets played the same way, and it's just like they're not really humming but they're it's like a it's it's like one person inside of a church just singing yeah. sort of thing but it's it's wild i think i'm gonna have to look that yeah, up I again i can't wait to get to final fantasy yeah it's, it's dude yeah good. it's it, there's two there i i love it too much there's fucking banjo kazooie there's oblivion there's shadow of the colossus there's sly cooper there's crash bandicoot there's shovel knight there's fucking pokemon there's too many games with amazing soundtracks to narrow it down you know what lavender town really got the blood pumping back in the day especially 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 when uh gave me nightmares just good stuff but uh that was just a rumor it didn't actually happen it didn't do things didn't make japanese kids commit suicide that didn't happen that's what you think movie i don't i uh I'm going to be super boring just because you said it and I don't want to not say it. So I'll say Star Wars 2. The like second fucking, the second movie? Uh, no, it was pretty good. That one was pretty good. I'd have to say the fourth one, the very first one, because it had Binary Sons, which is like Luke's theme. Mm-hmm. The, the, dun, dun. no, that's the love theme. How does Luke's theme go? Uh, uh, wow, why can I not fucking think of it? It's because my brain's too hard on. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I can't hear that without getting chills. Yeah. How has AI changed the music I industry? I am so fucking glad you asked this question, <laughs> Greg, because I have an answer. Although I'm going to change the question to how how has AI changed my life? In music, and that's because I just listened to a song. First, I'll answer the question. It's changing the. I don't know if it's changing the music industry, but it's changing the culture around music like crazy. Yeah. Um. For anyone who has TikTok, I'm sure you're noticing the crazy trend of having of having AI make it different people sing different songs. Mm-hmm. Um. I am so interested in seeing how that gets tackled by like people who don't want their voice singing a song yep how like it's 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 like the deep fake shit it's like how are we going to tackle this when when shit starts going wrong it's like how do you stop it yeah it's kind of already happening like 
do you try and get in front of it or do you just let it happen? And it's already good enough to a point that even though you can always kind of tell when it's an AI instead of the real thing, uh, it's good enough that you know that within a couple years it's going to be fucking seamless and it's going to just sound like you're going to be like, I actually don't know if Plankton ever sang Sweet Home Alabama. It's because what I'm hearing, it sounds exactly like the guy who played Plankton <laughs> yep. is singing Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. Or Patrick Starr. I'm I'm saying SpongeBob characters because that's the big the, meme that's right the now. One that gets played all the time. It's now. all it's always SpongeBob characters. Um, back to what I was saying before, there actually is an AI generated song of uh, SpongeBob and Patrick singing a just a song that I'm pretty sure just some dude wrote and sang and then just had an AI put their voices in. Um, but it's sound it's fucking great. Go on Spotify and look up just a pineapple. Yep. Um I've heard it. By it's, Boy What? Uh uh I don't remember. I think his it's name. Boy What. Um it's fucking great. And I don't and it has a <laughs> You're saying his name was actually Boy What? Yeah. I think it's <laughs> that, Boy What. I thought you were like, oh, boy, what's his name? Boy What? Uh, oh, that's funny. Um absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, it has I, just a little twinge of country in it. I heard it. It's it's pretty good. And uh, I I have been telling everyone who will listen, do you want to hear the anthem of our generation? Because this is it. This, this, is, is, this, this is, is as far as we get. This there's is nowhere a- else to go from here. This is going to be the anthem for everyone who, not even our generation, just anyone who ever watched an episode of SpongeBob. Yep. But uh, <clears throat> one of my, uh, I guess one of our friends actually has been messing around with using like voiceify and stuff like that which is basically just changing someone someone's original song with someone else singing it mm-hmm. it's kind of like the rest the rest of these ais are doing but uh they're like addicted to making drake sing a bunch of different songs <laughs> like they have him singing mumbo number no. five but yep. like it can't hear it correctly so you just hear Drake going, the AI going, ah! <laughs> like like like, it, like it's uh, Alpha from freaking Power, Power Rangers. Rangers, like yeah But um, no, there, there's a like legit two songs that he's made, and I'm like, I'm sitting at work, and I'm like, I fucking want to hear that song right now. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! But uh, well, that's the thing. You can always the the way you can he- always tell is that. That's what they do, I'm pretty sure. They they have the song. They just they just replace the voice that's singing the song with a different voice. So the inflections that so for example, if you're gonna have if you're gonna take out a country singer mm-hmm. singing a country song and replace it with plankton. Yeah. It'll be plankton, but he'll sound like he has a country accent. Mm-hmm. Because it's the dude singing and all the inflections of the guy singing just with plankton's voice. So, I think what what about like if you had Siri read it and then like there's no I don't think there's any way to make Siri like get the cadence right. She just reads shit. Mm, that's that's the thing is that you, like that, that's why I was also like I don't think an AI just truly I don't think this is this just a pineapple song is truly 100% AI generated. Like all he did was just say make a song and have SpongeBob sing it. I think he wrote the song and put because the, it's full of SpongeBob references. Yep, and not even just like not blatant ones, like ones that you have to think a lot about a little bit. 
like one of the lyrics in it is say the word i'll i'll get the paddy wagon on the road only got 594 points to go you'd hear that and go that's not a spongebob reference what does that mean and I was like, oh, it's because in that episode, SpongeBob goes, how many how many points did I get, Mrs. Puff, on this driving test? And she goes, six. And he goes, and how many did I need to pass? And she goes, six. And he goes, woo, hundred. <laughs> you need 600 to pass. You got six. Yep. So 594, is it, it, it's a reference, but you know an AI didn't come up with that. That's too clever for an AI. Right. It takes like human ingenuity to come up with a reference like that. So see, I, the, that song, I want to say the beat was stolen or maybe not stolen, but thought I like, it sounds so familiar. I thought it was like a Morgan Wallen. There song. is. I looked it up. The song that everyone says that it's ripped from, but it's not, it sounds different. Right. It's so, got a different chord progression. It's got a different cadence, but yeah, it does sound like a Morgan Wallen song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's wild that um, we can now have AI basically remake songs of people singing things because it's like uh, past and and it's weird because it's like I want to be defensive for the artists themselves like yeah of course like this is a sucky thing that's happening but you should also kind of feel flattered in a way because it's like wow they really would love to hear me like sing this song even though i legally can't because you know it's copyrighted i don't want to have like if i sing it someone I, I have to pay rights and stuff yeah whereas these ai like ai singing a song you kind of get around all of that yeah you know it's how are we going to handle this legally yeah it's like it's, it's, it's a cover it's computer generated my hope is that uh i can get really into making ai song or ai songs so i can mm. make when i sing it make it sound good so that's it's just called auto tune greg <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> what i that's what i'm gonna mess with and judging from our performance the other night you don't need auto tune well we're gonna still see what we can do we're gonna have change my voice to have plankton singing all the music <laughs> that'd be great but that would be amazing i will say for all of you people asking, our theme song is not AI generated. Yeah. Evan. We did not just stick it in chat GBT and say, generate us a podcast theme song. Evan, I think now is the perfect time. How long did it take you to make that? To make the theme song? Yeah. About half an hour. See, that is just pure skill right there. But I've tried to do it again and i can't do it <laughs> so what you're saying is, is the gods were like flowing through you at that yes point? it was it uh, i believe it was literally uh after we were done recording episode two yep i came home from here it was like uh, i i left here probably around midnight and i just sat in bed with my laptop and my headphones on until two in the morning just kind of fucking around with it and then uh, finally, at like like I said, around two o'clock, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna actually just fucking try put shit sure. out there yeah. and come up with something." And I put the first thing that I put was the do 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 do, and then I just started fucking adding tracks to that. Yep. And whatever sounded good, I was like, "All right, keep that." When I added something, I was like, "That sounded kind of like shit. Delete that." And uh, before around two thirty, I was like. That probably sounds good. Yeah. I'll send that to Greg tomorrow. 
Say, and then I heard it and I was like, fuck, Evan, this is, this is getting my panties wet. <laughs> that's, I, that's not what I said, people. But uh, it, it is it, exactly it, what he said. It, it was it was very good, and I was like, "Yep, we don't. You don't need to go back to the drawing board. This is this is the one." Yeah. And then you ended up going and making it longer for the trailer for the trailer. So I was, yeah, um, I will admit, I have created a lot of things in my life: books, stories, music, and uh, that is probably one of the best things I've created. Is that theme song? Because it's it's a fucking earworm. Yeah. Whether that that might make it bad to some people because it gets stuck in your head and it yeah. won't leave. Yep. But uh, and I haven't like I don't get compliments on it, but like I'll just randomly be fucking sitting at my desk at work and I'll just start humming mm-hmm. the theme song. I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's that's a good thing I made. Thank God. I've I catch myself every once in a while just going, do 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 do. I'm just like, oh. Man, it's there. We need to put it on Spotify. There you go. I said we were going to put it on Spotify a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, on the page, I have not made anything. So <laughs> uh, that's false. You made some pretty damn good poetry. Oh, that I remember vividly. So. I wonder if I could turn any of those into music. Dude, Pro- probably you don't only. have to with AI. Yeah. Chat GPT could just probably make it sound good. Turn this poem into a song. Yeah. You could do it. That'd be interesting. I used to write poetry back in college, and it was uh, it was a weird time. Cause <laughs> I feel like that precedes everyone when they're talking about the time they wrote poetry. Wrote poetry. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a weird time because it's like I didn't know what I wanted to like major major in. Oh. Like I had been wanting to do, you know, I wanted to be computer science and engineer. Like I wanted to be able to like make stuff in like AutoCAD and stuff like that. Shit. It's fine. It's just the switch. I just broke his switch. <laughs> but uh just go ahead and flip that button. Yeah, like I I don't know, I I basically didn't know what I wanted to do, so I was like, I'll just I'll take some random classes and see what feels right. And mm-hmm. took that poetry, took one poetry class, and I was like, oh, this was easy. <laughs> like, yeah. I like, this was kind of fun. I like this. So then, like, there was nights where I'd be up until, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and I would just be like, I'm going to write a poem. Yeah. And I'd post it, and my roommate would just shit on all of them because yeah. he's, he's an asshole. I know but... exactly the one you're talking about. <laughs> but and, uh, uh, he is not the good a good friend to have around when you're making poetry. <laughs> But uh, I love him to death. But yeah, same. But uh, no, it's that was the, it, I remember them. They were that was some, and I took a couple poetry classes in college. Um, and this is coming from a dude who I think writes fiction pretty decently well, but can't write poetry well at all. Mm-hmm. And your poems were some pretty good shit. Some like easy to. It, it, I had my poetry professor. It's a weird way to put that. He was an English professor, but he taught poetry. Yeah. He he taught me that like, and weird that we're saying this right after I just said something similar a second ago, but he's like, good poetry is like an earworm where it you read it and then you can't stop thinking about it, whether it's because you keep 
thinking about it in new ways or it's just you keep wanting to tackle the way that you read it the first time mm-hmm. um and yeah i remember i like i would read one of your poems and it would be stuck in my head all day yeah but well that's that's nice i it's just like the and to kind of bring this back to music it's like people that write good lyrics you know you hear that lyric and you're just like damn that's a it's a solid lyric like i have mad respect for rappers oh yeah like especially ones that don't just curse the entire time and the ones that are like they get so deep with their thoughts that it's like you sit there and it's like five minutes later you're like holy shit that's what he meant yep like oh but it's like not to throw a name out there but there was this guy named hobson that i would listen to his it's like ill set of mind or something songs that he had Mm -hmm. he put out there and i would listen to those i'm just like god damn that's i mean he cursed a lot but still like it was it was deep thought processes and you know it's stuff that just kind of sticks with you so like lyric lyrics you know that can really keep you in in that state of mind of like thinking about it is it takes a lot of skill and uh yeah I, a good I, a good set of lyrics will grab you like a good poem. Yeah, like uh, I remember very uh, similar. They the, probably the lyrics that impacted me the most growing up. Right after my, uh, right after a relative of mine died, and I was listening, and I was I just remember hearing from the window to the wall. Uh, can I leave? <laughs> Till the sweat drops off my single ball. Because you have an Una ball. Because I have one ball. Oh, good. I was like, you know what? Life's going to be okay. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Even shitty lyrics like that, though, are still like... (laughs) I never never felt so deep in, in a song before until I heard... Cake, 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 <laughs> cake, 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 cake. <laughs> Just a l- slight pause. Yes, I, I believe it was. I, I believe it was uh, Alexander, the great philosopher Alexander Graham Bell, who once said, "Macaroni in a pot. That's that's a wop. <laughs> Ass titties. That's a Ass titties." <laughs> Ass titties. Uh, also, any music that any music genre that is funny, yeah, is awesome to me. Yep. So the Garfunkel and Oates, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham, uh, John Lajoie, uh, any Name any sex party. Yep. Any music like that, it's just like it was not only good singing. But it made me laugh, therefore it's better. It's better, yes. Yes, it makes That's me... That's just simple math. It makes me feel good. But, uh, of course. Yeah, so... Do you wish you could play a, uh, a certain musical instrument? What's, an, what's a musical instrument you wish you could play? Um, And don't give a boring one like drums. Everyone wants to learn how to play drums. Right. So, if we're not counting the instruments that i've bought <laughs> so we're not we're not we're not talking about the guitar in the that's corner. an important caveat yes we're not we're not talking about the guitar in the corner we're not talking about the drums in the other room we're not talking about the <laughs> piano that i have at my mom and dad's house uh we're gonna talk about 
Oh boy. What would that be called? The beat. And it's all it is is fingers. It's what a lot of DJs will use. Oh, but like it, the, the but it's grid. Like, but it's like gridded but 10 by 10. Yeah. And they lights up. It's like those old toys we used to have yeah. where it was like a multiplication table and you press down on the button to reveal the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. It would be great to be able to like, you know, take instruments that are already pre, you know. Pre-played. Pre-played. Mm-hmm. So like just a guitar going and just having that and then going over and just making a it would be cool to bring all the music together and yeah. making something out of it yeah. um which is probably what i could do with garage band kind of like how you did but, pretty much but i don't know enough about it so musical typing musical typing. you literally just have the keys on your screen that correspond to the keys on your there so there was a thing called virtual keyboard on like online Mm -hmm. where it had the qwerty keyboard all of the letters were notes on the piano yeah and i would read text so it was just and and then i would type it and i'm playing the music yeah so i'm like god i wish notes were just text yeah, that i could course. that i could read and then type and then it would just sound like this but no it's actually things you gotta learn from yeah. string instruments and yeah. other instruments and mayonnaise <laughs> he's mayonnaise it's a very spongebob episode <laughs> yes the next episode should probably be about spongebob what about you mr i can play fucking everything <laughs> i don't know about that uh real quick just because it's a question we already asked and answered and then you just said that uh i want to add an addendum to the question like way earlier which was live performances what's like a good live performance okay i urge everyone listening including you to go god bless your beautiful soul oh sorry uh to go on youtube and watch i'm not even a huge fan of him i mean i I think he's cool, but I don't listen to his music. It's John Bellion. Mm, Bellion. Yeah. Yeah. He did this live in the studio version of his song called Simple and Sweet, but it's like way more uh, inspired by like Nigerian Afrobeat shit. Yeah. And it is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. And he does that live in the studio. He has like all the musicians in there. And he's literally cre- like doing this cover of his... It's, I mean, granted, he's not making it up off the top of his head. It's already a song he's done. But he's like mixing it live, like telling... He starts like... He tells the guitarist to play this part and then he starts singing the song and then one, later he's like, all right, strings, do this. And then they, the strings do it and he's like, all right, every third time do it on the low and do the harmony. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts singing and, and it's fucking crazy. He's like live yeah. mixing the song. Uh, I know Ed Sheeran on his live concerts will every night make a new song doing that. Yeah. Like he'll play something on the guitar and then he'll click click it with his foot yep. so it saves it the loop and pedal then, and then he and he goes every single song is different and he does it at every single concert and he mm. just jams with himself that's pretty cool which is kind of which is awesome yeah um i would also like to change my answer sure 
uh, because if people haven't seen this thing, it's kind of wild. Uh, Emojin Heap, I think is her name. Yeah. She made an instrument, which is gloves that you wear. Yes. And I remember that. Uh, every single like finger is like instruments. And then it's like if you rise up or like open your hand out like it's reverb or it, it's just like every possible thing that you would want to do. It looks sophisticated as fuck. Yeah. But it'd be really cool to just be like, I made that with my hands. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Just, just at a freaking orchestra of music. It's like audio audio VR. Yeah. It's crazy. That would that would be wild. Yeah. I so. really, really uh, as a young young pup, I really did love hide and seek by I'm Imogen Heap. Love that song. Yeah, I fucking love it. And that's just all her. Yeah. With the vocoder. Yeah. Um, anyway, wish I could play a in musical instrument. I wish I could play. Yeah. Uh, organ. I am a huge sucker for organ music. Um, uh, one of my all-time favorite... Oh, I never actually answered that, so I guess I'll just say this. My favorite... One of my favorite uh, movie soundtracks of all time is Hunchback of Notre Dame, mm. which is full of organ music. Um, I, I, I'm a huge Bach fan. I would love to sneak into our local church at midnight and just crank that fucking organ up as high as it goes and play box Toccata and Fugue in D minor. The... And just fucking freak out everyone in this town. I would love it. <laughs> Every, everyone's waking up in the middle of the night just like, damn it, Evan, we're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> this is the it's fourth like, time this week. What fucking vampire just broke into the church? <laughs> no, it's just Evan. Yeah. But yeah, it's very impractical because you can't exactly buy an organ. And in most organs, like most like playable instruments that make it sound like an organ, like a keyboard or yeah. like garage band sound fonts, they don't like have the punch yeah. of like a good, a real organ that you that inspires the power of God. So like I would love to be able to learn how to play at my own leisure and my own convenience like an actual pipe organ huge pipe organ where you play a low note and you feel it in your chest that vibrates throughout yes. your entire soul yeah exactly uh, yeah i get that uh that, that's there's a lot of movies and stuff like that where they're playing on an organ and you're just like man they it's so good like it's impossible uh, not to sound like a fucking genius when you're playing a, if a, you can play organ. an or like any any note you play on an organ probably sounds amazing <laughs> yeah exactly you can't uh, go wrong i guess but, yeah but uh no that's a good one if I, not that then the little thing we were talking about the other night at the band practice the little like oh the uh, the automaton the automaton yeah <laughs> that yeah the uh thing <laughs> that it looks like a saxophone had a and a sperm got merged yeah. into one it's a saxophone a spermaphone a spermaphone yeah yeah it's got a mouth and it, you open it up to make it make sound yep yeah i know what you're talking about mm -hmm. but anything else uh not until the uh the video game music episode I I i'm counting the days to that all right all right but uh, this this was uh, this was kind of a combination of what our what our our listeners like to yeah. hear. So I know we spent most of the time just talking about Saturday and how yeah. much, how much fun it was. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we're slowly getting the uh, 
the dream. The dream going. We just got to get that OnlyFans started. Yep, exactly. That's the last step. Yep. But uh, we will have accomplished everything we were meant to accomplish in life. <laughs> yes, it, with with the start of this podcast. Yes, <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, once again, uh, go out and watch us on YouTube if you get a chance, and like, comment, subscribe. You know all that jazz. We love to hear from you guys. If yep. any of you uh, have any, you know, music related questions, you want us to answer in the future or any questions in general that you want us to answer in the future please reach out to us we're always open drop a comment yeah we're always open to uh having something to talk about yeah in these podcasts instead of me and evan minutes before starting like what do you want to do should we talk about leather let's make this the leather episode Flip a coin flip a coin that's all we do for an hour and a half is just (laughs) heads heads no tails Oh, I lost the quarter. Oh, I guess I'll go with heads this time. (laughs) Damn it. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, good episode. Yeah, it was fun. This is the time where the outro starts to play. Oh. God, that fucking soundtrack's great. It's great.